0: South Podcast we vamped Saturday Down South Podcast. I am Conor O'Gara, I'm Excited to be joined by Chris Marler today. Chris Marler is uh, in house joining us live from Atlanta. That's where you are right now, ATL. The ATL, the dirty as we as we that's like right. to call it around here. Uh, I
1: feel like I feel like you don't say that. But oh, you don't good. Say that. I like it. You don't say no. that. Okay. Oh, I do. But if you're in Orlando, you
0: usually don't. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, that's that's probably a good point. I don't have the right to say that. I am in Orlando, Chris is in Atlanta, but we want to feel like we are in your living room uh, coming to you live. Off-season football is upon us in the SEC. We are 220 days away from oh, SEC that's good. football. Um, I like that. Can, that. can that get here sooner than 220 days? That sounds long.
1: Well, luckily we're going to have like a full spring season where we can overreact to recruiting. Yes. Uh, three scrimmages and a spring game. Uh, and then we got to pretend to like baseball uh, MLS and like the WNBA for like a full two months, then we're good. I think you forgot the NBA, but I, you you made some good points there. You made some big good WNBA points. guy. I'm okay. a big WNBA big guy. Big WNBA. I like the effort. I like fundamentals.
0: Okay, all right, that's fair enough. Well, we're gonna talk SEC football all off season. That's what we're gonna do here. Uh, Chris, of course, uh, if if for those of you who aren't familiar with Chris, Chris is a comedian. He does great work for us. He's been with with us at SDS. Uh, throughout the 2017 season um you probably have seen him on some some sort of social media platform one way or another he's all over the place uh chris you are of course however i have to put this out there oh don't do it i need people to know i need people to know and don't turn off the podcast i promise you will get good
1: stuff but people need to know you're a bama fan yeah it's uh one of my many flaws um and i'm just gonna go ahead and and piggyback off that and 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 just go ahead and answer the, the follow up question. No, I did not go there. I'm in the 85%. I played baseball uh, at a Division two school in Milledgeville. Ever uh, heard Bill of it? Go Bobcats. Ever heard of it? Ben Roethlisberger got in some trouble there. So there you go. Too soon. Um, yeah, probably too soon. Um, yeah, so, but I've just, my whole family's from Anderson, been a diehard fan since I was little. Um, and now I'm just holding on to dear life until Saving leaves and uh, ruins the next 40 years of me watching football.
0: I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. I think you're you're pretty pretty safe, pretty safe. With modern science, I feel like he could live to be at least 130. Yeah, he's going to find a way. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And for those of you who haven't listened to the SDS podcast before, maybe you're new to, to Saturday Down South in general, uh, I'm Conroe Guerra. I'm the man with no team. I am that Yankee who is from Big Ten country. Yeah, get your SEC jokes out of the way now. But I've been living in the sec footprint so to speak for the last two and a half years so i feel like i've adapted to the sec culture but if you
1: hear that chicago accent i i apologize i can't get it out of me that is the worst i'll tell you that much right now i'm over that yeah um and if you call it pop one more time we're gonna we're gonna fight we're gonna fall down but no it's good i'm glad to have you know you as a partner especially because uh it's good to have a voice of logic and reason we tend to not do that. Whoa, as much.
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! I I didn't promise. Throw that I'd, out the window. I didn't promise logic. I did not promise reason. That's Thank you. Thank God,
1: because that is not my strong suit.
0: All right. Well, we'll we'll maybe we'll we'll find somewhere some of that somewhere along the line. I think I think maybe we'll bring on some guests who have some logic and reason or something like that. But that's fair. We could do that. We're gonna before we can talk about the the off season and 2018 and all that that fun stuff. We're gonna get into spring football. Don't you worry, guy <laughs> who's sitting there waiting on spring football. We want to recap the 2017 season, the magical yes. season that was. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were a fan of how it ended. Of course, the moments that define the 2017 season. This is a uh, something that I I thought about a lot. This is the part in the podcast where I put a shameless plug out there and talk. It's a good article. Say it. Well, no, I'm I'm not going to say that. It was it was put together by some hack writer um, who may or may not be me. It's definitely me. Um, Don't say that
1: about yourself. It's phenomenal work. You just Google Connor O'Gara top fifty. Uh, moments that shaped the 2017 college football season and then after you do that then you start to chastise them right that's what i did right just
0: go in the comments section it's it's all it's all there but so i wanted to get your your take on this because something tells me that we were probably going to be in agreement with the top 50 moments that define the college football season no but oh we're not in agreement
1: no i have i've written down all of the things you said that were wrong oh my um it's a it's a lengthy scroll Oh no, boy. for the most part, I thought, you nailed the top ten. I loved it. Um, and I am just giving you a hard time. There were a lot of things that I even forgot about. Um, I, I will say, number one, I was upset that you uh, misquoted the theme song from the play and movie Rent. Uh-oh. Did I? You did. It, it and I was think embarrassing every... enough that I had it in there, and I was... No, that was, that was fantastic. I think every true... Like just full-blooded SEC fan knows you know the play rent. They probably have it in their discography or maybe on Laserdisc. I don't know. Um, Seasons of love bro. not five hundred and twenty five thousand six hundred minutes. Fantastic song. love it. Uh, one of my favorites. One of my favorite musicals. We'll get into that later. Good to know. Um, God I really just panned a bad light for myself. You did. Damn you I'm a you fan really that did. loves musicals. Not not a strong start. Uh, I was upset with a few things. I, I thought you had a lot of good stuff that were under that was underrated. But you had UF and UT, the Hail Mary, in Gainesville in the swamp at 44. Right. So I that should have been that. High, that should have been higher, in your opinion. So I thought, as far as moments go, it should have been higher. But in the same sense, if the whole point of the article is moments that shape the the landscape, there you go. That just shaped just the road of mediocrity uh, that both those teams went down. Um, I will say it was memorable for me because I was actually uh, down in Gainesville for the game, working oh, okay. for SDS um sick brag and sick brag uh got a ticket and uh i left early Ooh! it was so incredibly hot and i was wearing jean shorts we got done filming i found out about the hail mary as i was getting pulled over for a speeding ticket
0: that's like that that's a catch-22 if i've ever heard yeah that's what a catch-22 is right when you do two things really really dumb
1: and you're also going like 32 over in like a in a 65 so that was bad Wow. Um. The other thing was the carry on Johnson jump pass.
0: What? What? What about it? I know it you had a twenty one. Well, let's 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 rewind a bit. Let's rewind a bit. So, so for those of you who don't know, I shaped this article to be the moments that defined this season. Meaning, when Fair. you look back on twenty seventeen and you look back at the you know the yearbook or whatever you want to call it, you think of these plays. You think of these moments. They are what we will remember most about this season. Now, of course, you know, your typical to Tua a, a game-winning touchdown pass is going to be number one, spoiler alert. Number two <laughs> is going to be, you know, Nick Saban putting in Tua in the first place. And and stuff like that is going to be high on the list because, the right. you know, we're talking about championships here. That I, is a championship game. Yeah, a championship game, you know. Georgia so,
1: fans would probably argue uh, a lot of missed calls should have been top five. Yeah,
0: yeah, we could we could throw that in there, but you know the point of the article was to to kind of outline the moments that were and the moments that we are going to remember this year by. And the reason I didn't have that Florida Tennessee hail
1: mary higher is because neither of those teams went to a <laughs> bowl game, man.
0: Neither of them. <laughs> that did. is fair. That so, is very fair. So in the, it was just
1: an incredible play, mainly because unreal. I was I was really questioning. Uh, I mean, we all know Butch Jones is a terrible coach. Well, um, that's yet to be
0: determined. We'll, we'll wait and see. That's on that. fair.
1: That's true. I think they still might be trying to figure out if he has a role in the program, um, which I just I hope I hope they can just still eat that out. That'd be great to just roll over into 2018 with more Butch Jones talk. Um, but no, he went in what like a cover two on that on that Hail Mary. Uh, the, he played it like a second and nine. I mean, it
0: was it was something like that. It was. It wasn't the smartest defensive play. It was like obviously a coverage breakdown. But the reality is, like, all right, so that play was the f- throw of Felipe Franks's life. Who knows yeah. if he's ever going to get an opportunity to make a play like that again. Probably not. But what did that moment mean in the grand scheme of things? Uh, kind of-
1: they took a commanding lead uh, in the SEC East with people, a 1-0 and record. People forget that. Um, and then rolled into the next week into Lexington and stole another victory from Kentucky. So that was Tennessee's best
0: chance to get an SEC win, and no, it did not happen. So, Ooh. yeah, that was the beginning of the end for, for Butch Jones, probably in 2017. That,
1: that game itself was just a total disaster. So that's why that game isn't higher on it. But get, That game know, was midget wrestling. It was just like you have to watch it. Uh, wait, why do it was, you have
0: to watch midget wrestling? And it's little, little people wrestling.
1: They, okay, that's also we'll, – we'll get that we're ended gonna be out. PC. We're going to be um, PC. But, yeah, it was – I mean, you, you can't not watch it. But at the same time, it was God. It was tough to watch. It, it was, was tough brutal. to watch. It was brutal. Um, no, but the Carry-on Johnson thing, um, I was shocked that it was that high. But because I would have said Jared Sidham and what he did the entire second half of the Iron Bowl. But it's a
0: moment. It's that's a true. moment.
1: And that's, that's and Maybe the tough I've just thing. had enough of the jump pass. Like that, I've I've just kind of blocked that out of my memory.
0: You have. You definitely have. You are completely in denial about that. So okay. So give me give me <laughs> give me more comments about. Why, why I'm a hack and, and why it's... No! Why I would never say better. that.
1: I love the JT Barrett versus Penn State comment. That was beautiful, because uh, that was a huge moment. People forget that if Penn State wins that game, which they're winning the entire game. They were up 14-0 within like two or three minutes. Penn State ends up going, what, I guess 11-1 and the regular season? Yep. Because they lost that game, and they lost the next week to Michigan State by three after like a four-hour rain delay. Yeah. Penn State gets in... To the college football playoff and Bama, Bama doesn't. Yep, changes everything. Yep. Um, let's see the the DeAndre Francois injury. I will I will say this as well. Uh, Christian Miller and uh, Terrell Hall injured on the same play. That's true. That's kinda, a good point. Changed some things there. Um, and then I just the Army Navy shout out. I love that. I actually just not a popular opinion. I hate the Army Navy game. What? It's my I do because it's like a very patriotic. Fire take. That, well, only because... Here's why. Um, it's usually not a great game. This year was an awesome game. But I Epic. get, like, super depressed whenever it comes on because it's the end of the football season. The regular season, though. That's it. Yeah. But, I mean, still, it's just like, no, it just it just got here. Um, some things I feel like you I put on mine that you may not have had on yours. Central Florida, South Florida.
0: Yeah. That probably could have made the cut. I, I had... I live in Orlando. I hear about UCF all the time. That game national was played, champs. Uh, national champs. People forget that that game was played 25 minutes from where I live. I I live two minutes from I four. I know all about the war on I four. The war on I four. But I saved my UCF stuff for later. I, I decided not to Denver. include that just because I thought the that the Auburn game kind of said a little bit more in the fact that they were determining themselves as national champs.
1: I didn't want to get into that each game that adorable. UCF played. That's fair. Um, I will say just a couple off the top. Uh, the the Baker crotch grab. True, true. I had, so I put, to be fair, I gave
0: Baker his love. I put Baker in the top five. I put him at number five for the, um, when he planted the flag, the flag. at Ohio Stadium, um, which made Ohio State fans really, really upset. This was not the best countdown, I realized, for Ohio State fans. No. Even though, well, like, Ohio State had a great season. They had a season. tough season. But Did they though? I mean, they had they they finished as a top five team. You know, they won a conference championship. Like, yeah, you get smoked by Iowa and you lose at home to Oklahoma, but it's still a top five season, and those are a little bit hard That's to come true. by. I know you're a Bama fan, and
1: a top anything less than a top one season is an awful season. But. No, it's not even that. It was just it was difficult. Like, and I am biased, but like I still to this day, and I, there's no reason for this, but I'm still fired up over talking to any Ohio State fan that says they should have gotten in over Bama. After you lose by thirty-one at Iowa, that for me was a top three, and how it shaped the rest of the season. Because, I mean, the committee even said it like you, you can't get over that. Like, you lost by thirty-one to an yep. unranked team. It's crazy. So, um, go ahead. So the committee basically, I'll,
0: I'll just go on this real quick because that that was on there the fact that, and that's another thing on there. I think I had that at like number six or seven or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The, you know, the the Josh Jackson interception where he grows up one-handed right. in the Iowa game. And, and Ohio State, that was just like the the icing on the cake for Ohio State's loss. And that game that day basically put Ohio State in a grave. And there was no way that they were going to be – they were six feet under that game. Yeah. And there was no way that they were going to be able to climb out of that grave no matter what people said, no matter what journalists said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was no, no way. No matter it what was Danny Connell said. No matter what. Oh, that's that's another subject from another time. Danny Connell, dear friend of SDS, but man, he had some awful, awful takes throughout the entire college yeah, playoff selection process.
1: I'll have that on my my wish list for the season at some point. We would love to have a chat with him. Um as you said, friend of friend of SDS. Great guy. Loves turtlenecks. Likes our hats uh, too. Does he? Yeah, likes our hats. It's a big SDS heck. That's, hat that's the best take I feel like he's ever taken. <laughs> Um, guaranteed he only buys like the ones from the ACC though. Um, I, I thought your, I thought your countdown was awesome. Uh, I love the Iowa wave. That was for me. Had to be up there. Had to be up there. That was top five. And I know it didn't shape the season, but that was just the coolest thing. That's just the coolest thing. Um, I will say the Saquon, uh, stop on a dime against Iowa.
0: Yeah. could have put that in there. Could have put that in there. I, I remember watching that. Okay. So, so Saquon Barkley, uh, of course, you know, rallies Penn State, basically wills Penn State back to victory at Iowa, which right. Iowa at home in a night game is basically like unbeatable. It's like what Auburn is at Jordan-Hare. Like, you just don't beat Auburn at Jordan-Hare in 2017. Like, it just... There's I so- don't,
1: It makes no... I But, like, that's none. Auburn. Talk about Iowa. Oh, I know. I know. It's it's Playing in the Big Ten is like, pl- like going bowling with the bumpers on. Like, there's no reason you can't get through that schedule unscathed. <sighs> We're gonna have to have a talk. We're gonna have no. to have a talk about why that's a trash take. That's well, we won't have to do it right now. You but go. um,
0: I'm gonna have to. Man, that's, I'm just
1: saying. Like, I know, I know that the SEC had kind of like a down year, and people dog Bama's strength of schedule. But like, yeah, I would love to go play Purdue and Illinois. And have to go on here. the road. Purdue they went six and six. Um, Seven and six bowl game. They won their bowl. Yeah, count that. They're enough. Seven and, and, and one in the and bowl Northwestern. season. Northwestern. Northwestern actually beat an SEC games. team.
0: Won ten games.
1: Did they really? Yeah. All right. Well, they're not just. You know what? We'll forget I said it. Um, uh, the Tennessee coaching search was hands down, not probably not like one of the moments that shaped the season, but easily outside of the national championship game, my favorite memory of the season. Goodness, that was just a parade of inept and incompetence. It was fantastic.
0: Bizarre, and and it was. It's it's fun to be able to look back on 2017 and look back at some of the moments like that because. That was one of the few moments where you can honestly say, I've never seen that before. And I don't, I no. don't know if I'll ever see anything quite like that again. Uh, the, the whole debacle with Greg Schiano, of course, and the, the, the protesting the hire and, and all that stuff. And, and the John Curry sabotaging and Phil Fulmer comes in. And all that stuff was just so out there
1: and so bizarre and so tense. John Curry ended up getting a raise by being fired. Right, and they ended up at one point. At one point, they hired as their new athletic director a coach they fired roughly ten years ago, who is probably their greatest coach, top two of all time. He comes back, and he becomes your athletic director. And then they talk about actually rehiring Kiffin.
0: You can't make this stuff up. I mean, it was no it was the stuff of a of a of a movie that you wouldn't have believed. I mean that. The whole way that that unfolded, to me, was just, I mean, it was, it was great. It
1: was wonderful. It was, like, it was a, great like a breakup. Like, they had, like, a break. They fired both these people. But it's like, that'd be like having, like, a breakup, gaining 100 pounds, and be like, you take me back? And then Fulmer was like, yeah, man, I've been doing the same thing, man. I put on a <laughs> lot of weight. Let's do this. Um, and then I would say uh, the Auburn collapse at LSU. I'm not saying that, you know, just because I'm a Bama fan, but that changes the entire landscape of the SEC.
0: So I didn't include that, and here's why. That game, to me, did not make up the moment of... Because Auburn still won, won a conference championship. Auburn It didn't matter that Auburn lost that game. Divisional. Uh, so won a divisional championship. I take that back. I take that back. Sorry, Georgia fans. I apologize. I misspoke. I misspoke. Forgive me. You're going to need to forgive me a lot for this. I- You'll learn that very soon. <laughs> Auburn wins the divisional championship and is able to shake off that terrible, terrible second half or really last three quarters against LSU and that moment didn't necessarily mean anything for LSU in the grand scheme of things. So I left that out because while it was a great game at the time we thought it meant a ton, it did not mean what we ultimately thought right. it would mean. So that's why I, I didn't include it in the you know the shaping of, of twenty seventeen. In terms of like shocking games and upsets and stuff like that, absolutely. And that's right. why, you know, a Florida Tennessee up, you know, Florida Tennessee ending like that only gets numbered 44 <laughs> or whatever I put it at. But
1: it's, yeah, it's a tough job. Somebody's got to do it, right? That's, I like that. Um, better you than me because you don't read the comments. I, I, I do. So, oh, I stopped so um, long. Ago. I would have ever reacted. You're such a smart person. I just, I don't know if I'll ever do that because um, it's so much fun. But, and because I value your opinion, listeners. Yes. Um, and just yeah, I'll just I'll get to it. Um, number one for me, um, that would be second twenty six, and, and Tua. That was just an incredible. I mean, because I I was at the game. I was in the Georgia section. Sick and brag it was, again. Sick brag again. Got tickets for free. No big deal. Um, and it was it was incredible to watch because what I thought I was watching the whole time, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but like I thought I was literally watching like passing the torch, um, and you know watching like Kirby Smart. Literally build Bama in the East um, with the recruiting class, you know, with all that like senior talent, but also you know he's got all this young talent coming in, um, and just dominate for for roughly I'd say forty minutes. Uh, his former boss and mentor, and then just one thing after another, uh, the Flying Hawaiian comes in and just hits. That's know,
0: Shane Victorino's I- nickname. Let's he he trademarked that I think right. Former Philadelphia Phillies I, outfielder. I think he won a World Series. I feel like I remember. And he won one in Boston. And he won one in Boston. Okay, that's a good point. Well, I, okay,
1: you know what? Flying Hawaiian's easier than Tonga Vailoa.
0: True. It's a really cool nickname. And if you're if you're a Hawaiian sports star, you should just automatically get that nickname. Like, does do we call Marcus Mariota the Flying Hawaiian?
1: No, they call him Johnny Tsunami. That's oh, a great that's so Disney cool. movie. That's so and, cool. And um, we can. I mean, that's all I know about Hawaii outside of that one two-part episode on Saved by the Bell, and Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's about it. That's true. Yeah.
0: No, I can't really get into a whole lot of Hawaii
1: stuff. I've yet to be. Uh, that, that's a, a non-sick brag. I'll course. take Destin over Hawaii any day. Fire take. That is a, that is a fire take. Let's, let's transition
0: yep. that into what I want to hear about from you because you have already, like in the first like 15 minutes of this thing, you've already shared several fire takes. I want your hottest
1: take for the 2018 season. Um, I'm going to say Bama or Georgia or any SEC team doesn't start preseason number one. So you're saying Clemson? Yes. Ooh. And I think it <laughs> might be deserved. Yeah. Clemson um, does return a lot. They return so much. That, that, I can't, I'm going to butcher this name, but the running back, ATN. ATN.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm not going to try and but, but butcher the the pronunciation as well.
1: Number, would... number nine. Number nine. He is incredible. Uh, I think he's about 210. He's he's a former in high school. He won the 100-meter dash and the 200-meter dash. I'm pretty sure out of Texas. Maybe it was Louisiana. Um, kid is a stud, and he was injured for most of the second half uh, of the Sugar Bowl. They return, like, literally everyone. I think they get to bring Vic Beasley back and, like, Taj Boyd. Uh, they bring back everyone on CJ Spiller coming back too. CJ Spiller's coming back. He's going to play safety. Yep. Um, they had four people and two or three of them were projected first rounders. First round decided to come back. And Clemson is a lot of fun. It's a it's a great campus. Um, you know, SO Club, great great time. I I also like money. That would have been fun. But you know, when you have a nap room and a slide and you get to hang out with Dabo for 365 days a year, what more do you why need? not? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Clemson's, um, you, you, I think that's that's not that fire of a take. I think that actually could happen. All right, uh, let me see what I can do. I'll step up my game. I think the transfer rule finally changes. Okay, all right. I don't think it'll be effective immediately. I think they'll, they'll kind of push it to next year. But I think enough people are fed up with the fact that these kids, one, aren't really getting paid, and then two, on top of that, have so many restrictions that coaches don't have. And when you see it just being totally... Totally abused and like the the power that the coaches have. I mean Jimbo Fisher, perfect example. I mean he went five and six and asked for another raise, and then end up turning that into a just a Dan Ugla contract and getting ten years, seventy five million guaranteed to go to Texas A and M. And you have people that come in, they want to transfer out, and you know you're eighteen, you're impressionable, you might have made a mistake. Like you, maybe you want to end up. Once you get a little bit older, you want to transfer transfer out somewhere else, and you gotta wait and sit out a year, or go D two like me. You don't want to do that.
0: Somewhere, Jay Billis just stood up and clapped and said, "Bravo, son! Bravo! Preach!" Uh, shout out, Jay Billis. Follow us He's on the Twitter. I know you only follow one person, but make it two, maybe. I don't know. He
1: only follows one person.
0: Yeah, he follows uh, uh, Lacey, uh, the uh, the girl for uh, Michigan State. Who uh, she she had. She had cancer and died a few years ago. That's the only uh, account that okay. he follows. Um, yeah, but shout out Jay. That, that trill
1: shirt that he has in his that's in his avatar, it's pretty sweet. I have that shirt. I'm actually probably gonna wear it at my comedy show later. Wow, another sick humble brag, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of sick brag. The flying Atlantan. The fl- is that? We no. probably don't want to make that thing. Let's cut that out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, keep we'll, going. We'll leave
0: that. Um, my my hot take for 2018, and we've talked about this a little bit. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit of a different direction. I'm going to take it one step further. I think that Jalen Hurts will catch more passes than he throws in 2018. I think our man's Jalen Hurts, is making a position switch. I think he's going to receiver. I think he is going to ultimately give up his, uh, his desire to play quarterback. He's going to see the writing on the wall, and he's going to say, I am going to do whatever I can to help Bama win a national championship and if that's playing receiver, going the Braxton Miller route, maybe helping myself out the next level, that's it. But I want to go on record because I know Mel Kuyper said something about this, and I, I don't want that, that guy who doesn't pee during the draft to, to steal my take. This is my take. Great hair, though. But he doesn't pee during the draft, which is really, really weird. And I feel like that needs to be addressed.
1: Connor, I've peed twice since we started this podcast. That's, that's craziness. That's I, I agree with you 100%. That's, uh, that's ridiculous.
0: Another subject that we'll have to revisit later. But Yes. So if you're looking at this situation and saying, what do I have to do to get playing time here? You can't go back in time. You can't go back and change what already happened. And right. the fact is... What we heard, well, I shouldn't say the fact, but what we heard throughout the season, looking back in hindsight, was that Tua was the better player, and that Tua was outperforming Jalen in practice. And if that is the case, what's going to change about that this offseason? I just think that Jalen Hurts, for as good as he's been the last two years, I'm not taking away anything from Jalen Hurts. I I had him number one in my SEC quarterback rankings all year. What? What? Yeah, I know, I know.
1: What? I could have told you that was ridiculous. Well, I mean, who else are you going to put at number one? uh, A number of people. Tua, for one. uh, Jake Fromm. I'm not going to put a backup at number one. I mean, come on. I'd say that that trash can that uh, Tennessee had on the side. No, that's too much. uh, That's too much. Come on. Jalen Hurts, though, I mean, I just think he's making that move.
0: And I think he's going to go to receiver. And I think, you know, I'm not saying he's going to become Calvin Ridley or anything like that. But I I think that he's going to become uh, somebody who contributes to this team. And he ultimately becomes a nice feel-good story. And he finds a way to... Maybe get a little bit of, of a sniff at the NFL
1: because he's not getting a sniff at the NFL at the quarterback position. It's just not going to happen. I will tell you the most fire take, and I've said this for weeks, and I've said it so much, now I'm starting to believe it. Okay. Um, with no reason at all. Um, Jalen Hurts, kicker. Boom. Mind blown. Could it get any worse? Probably not. Probably not. Jalen Hurts comes in. Kick right or left footed—it really doesn't matter at this point. I've yep. given up so much hope that Bama will ever get a kicker. Um, I yeah, why not?
0: College kickers make like forty percent of their kicks. You mean to tell me if Jalen Hurts can't spend the next seven months just like kicking nonstop that yeah. he couldn't kick forty
1: percent? Like, yeah. I well, no, I wouldn't say me. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. Right. Kicker, kicker, kicker. Okay, and we talked about this before. The fake possibilities. That's that's yes. the piece. You would have yes. so many fake triple option out of special teams. It would be incredible. Um, and you know, if you have a fake like that, usually they're gonna be caught off guard and someone will be wide open. Lessens a chance of him overthrowing them by seventeen yards, like usual. They're, Love you, Jalen. Love the haircut. They're gonna sc- they're gonna score a
0: touchdown on every field goal attempt, and they're gonna become the first team to do that. And it's just gonna be one more thing where Saban's like, Oh my gosh, like this guy has just figured out football in more ways than we could ever.
1: Right, Jalen onside kicks, picks it up himself, runs it in for a touchdown yes. again. Yes,
0: needs to. Help. <sighs> Beautiful. Right. I'm on board. All right. Well, that's 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 an acceptable fire take. That's we'll 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 say that that's okay. A, a hot take that I fired off the other day that I got a little bit of draw, a little bit of pushback from. I don't think Les Miles is coaching again in college football. I think mean, he's done. I think his career is as an actor. Les Miles is acting in his third movie. His third movie. He's going to be acting in the new indie movie called Angry Men. It's about the space shuttle Challenger disaster. I mean, this this is his So many things.
1: I I need to uh, to process this. First off, you're right. Because if you can't get a coaching job in this offseason, when is he ever going to get a coaching job? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I would have said if you're replaced by somebody like Ed Orgeron... That that should have been like a hint and a clue, like enough. But th- I mean, if you can't get a, jo- he wasn't even interviewed at Tennessee. I was almost interviewed at Tennessee.
0: I think I was too. I I didn't check my email during that time, but I feel like if I did, I would have seen a little something from John Curry, like, hey, right. can I come down to Orlando, yeah, something like that.
1: We should have gone together in Texas, just like that scene yes, from Step Brothers. Step Brothers. was incredible. Yes. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I don't, I don't think he comes back anytime soon. I would love if him and Brett Bielema had their own show not a podcast to steal our thunder um but if they had like their own college football show of him like breaking things down but at the end it was just like that guy had a hot dog stand he's really got what it takes he's a great hot dog vendor uh I think I think that kid could really make it one day in life because he would get distracted too easily
0: I would just want a show of them eating lunch together you would have yeah. Brett just having like this massive plate of barbecue and just sh- shoveling stuff in his face and then less is just sitting there just giving him the stink eye drinking his grass smoothies and grass
1: like, yeah oh like <sighs> that would be an incredible conversation that'd be like like watching two homeless people yell into the wind just never actually like making sense to each other but just kind of entertaining as well um i will say the movie career spawned a little bit of uh, some thoughts between you and i yes about many thoughts. what are some potential roles he could be in i thought about this a lot
0: I mean, yeah almost too
1: much for both of us
0: yeah almost too much like i put as much time into this as i did like i don't know my last three filing my taxes fine yeah filing yeah filing the taxes. that's probably a better thing to say than what my employer could put yeah that was bad yeah oh, that was bad. we'll bleep that we'll, we'll bleep that um you, you want to go first I, mine are all right i don't i I'll, i will say no more uh, the floor is you yours. do one i'll do one all right sounds good
1: you me me you you me me you yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's fine. Night you, at the Roxbury. Yeah. You Forrest go ahead. Gump first. Okay. Um, same football IQ, I think. Uh, a million. Both pretty, pretty likable guys. A uh, lot of quotes that don't make a lot of sense, but you could probably put into a throw pillow. Yep. Um, and, you know, stupid is, is stupid does. Is that, yeah, that's perfect. That's a Les Miles quote. Yeah. No, that's good. I, so, side note. Do you know, like, so Les Miles
0: has his own podcast, Less is More. If you haven't heard it, I actually haven't listened to an episode. I'll be, I'll cop, I'll be honest. But I did read the titles of the episodes. They're okay. all like inspirational Les quotes and they are so, so great. I'm going to read you a few of these because they're, they're like too good not to share. I think bowl season is a wonderful time to be a college football player. That's the title of an episode. Another title. I'm thankful for fourth down. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, I that's don't know if he's—I don't know if he's ever gone for a fourth down. I mean, fourth and inches, and he just punts or, you know, does something really. The only time him. he throws. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Run three downs and try and throw it on fourth down. Something
1: he—he's like, like the beginning of like any Will Ferrell movie where it's like some ridiculous off the wall nonsensical quote, and then it's like Mahatma Gandhi. Like that—that yes. that is what he's doing with these titles.
0: So he—he he has those titles and. What I think that he should just start throwing in there for these titles, we talk about the less ridiculous quotes and all that stuff. Right. He should go back to that that Ole Miss quote. That famous Ole Miss quote.
1: Where they had 13
0: players in the field? I think, was it that same game? I'm drawing a blank. It might have been. But all I remember is in the post-game press series, spectacular group of men. You go find them. You throw your arms around them. You give them a big kiss on the mouth. If you're a girl. yes everybody just died it was like hell of a less impersonation by the
1: way yeah i've all right so i've spent a couple hours on that too (laughs) i was gonna do a british accent so people took me seriously but um no i like that i like that um i will say anchorman 3 as brick tamlin i love that's good that's good less is perfect for that I've got like nine. I don't know how many...
0: Just keep firing them off. I think these are all excellent so far. I think that we should go back in time and, and put him in these movies. Yes. And yeah, I'd have no problem with
1: it. Over the top. Okay. Um, mainly because I'd love to see him arm wrestle. That's something I can get behind. Yeah. Um, remember the Titans. This is a very specific reason. Which one, role? So one of the coaches. I don't want to say he takes over for Denzel, but they're the same person. Here's why. Um, remember the quote from Denzel in that movie about how they only ran six plays on offense it's like Novocaine, just give it time yep. it works that's Les Miles' entire philosophy yeah, that's on good offense, yep. um, but also there was a scene where I guess Rev, the quarterback, gets hurt they bring in Sunshine, yep. he's like, coach I can't make that pitch all he had to say was like yes you can, go get him, butt slap see you later, uh, instead he goes listen, when I was nine years old I lost my mom and my dad in the same week I had to take care of six brothers and sisters. It was a lot. It was a whole bunch. He did not need to say. Um, probably put more pressure and uncomfortableness on Sunshine. That's like every motivational speech I feel like Les ever gave.
0: I think that's right on the money. I mean, I think the yeah, quote you, is, it, I lost my, my parents in the same
1: month. The same uh, month. Well, you don't, you don't have to call me out like that, but that's fine. Yeah, sure. Sorry All about right. that. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah. And let's see, Sharknado 6. Have they made five? Yes, it's it's fantastic. Oh boy! Um, Sharknado six. That speaks Madea, for itself. Medea. Okay. Uh, Medea, Diary of a Mad White Hatter. I I like that. That sounds great. Yeah. That actually, I feel like. I mean, so I, like later as I went on, like these are just all movies that will most likely get made, and he has to have a spot in. Just uh, Airbud. Uh, wait, I don't know what what number it would be, but Airbud, Three Yards, and a Cloud of Rough. Oh! Did you come up with that?
0: Did yes, you? I did. Wow, you pun you to, man! All right, you need to pitch this to to Les's agent. I think this is we we are making a million. We'll get him on the right pod. Now. I we're, can write
1: the whole script. Fast and Furious
0: traffic jam. Wow, yeah. these are I, I I wasn't prepared for ideas this good. I I don't think he would be either. I think he'd be speechless if you if you gave him all these he ideas. He would
1: hopefully be speechless because he. I mean, I I don't know if I'd want to hear his response. That's true. But I mean, Airbud. Three yards and a cloud of rough, boom! Okay. I think you need to trademark that like
0: ASAP. That, ASAP. That's, okay, we can do that. That's too good. All right, those uh, are, yeah, that's all I got. Those are good. Those are good. I, I've got, I've got, I, I went for quality over, over quantity. That's not but a. That's, dig pretty, at you. that's That's fair. Just okay. doing, doing my thing. So I've got two. I've got two. I've got Mick from Rocky. Nice. Yeah. I think I could totally see Les just in the corner of the ring. You're going to hate lightning and you're going to
1: crap thunder.
0: That's a really good Mick. Uh, Why are you still good that? impressions? I don't know. My wife says otherwise. But um, I think I could definitely see Les just sitting there and, yeah. and just playing that role. Just that, you know, the, the hold me back guy. I think he would take that and just kind of run with it. And he could just, they would basically just have a script of just nothing and and Les, right. would, Les would just like say, say random gibberish. And he yes. like,
1: yeah, I mean, he would, he would totally take that and just, he would own it. So perfect yeah, role. For I like us. that. Yeah. He's the scene from uh 40 year old virgin when they're ripping off his chest hair. Yes. And he's just screaming just ridiculous things like, ah, Kelly Clarkson. That's, that's less. Yeah. You could give I him a script. I would love it. to see him as that with Mick. Oh man. What a
0: great, what a great role. Rocky's still fine. Like he, he could still make a movie. I mean, he's like seventy eight oh, or he something will. like that, but yeah. he's whatever, he's fine. So that needs to happen. And this is the other one that I think would be he'd be a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more in his elements, so to speak. And it's Coach Kilmer from Varsity Blues. Oh yeah. Okay. So played by the fantastic John Voight, of course, classic oh, fantastic movie. actor um you know he's already got the coach part down he can do all the coach speak stuff he knows the mannerisms he already looks good and like the coach most gear. of his
1: team and fans hated him a lot of the times exactly and and you know
0: who could picture Les just sitting in there and just being like too you know like putting too much pressure on a player and 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 then james vanderbeek turns to him and just says i don't want your laugh
1: yeah, that's all yes. And up until uh Dawson's Creek went in there to play quarterback, I'm pretty sure they didn't throw at all. No, they didn't. They they just ran, of course. Right. So they were like kinda like the Patriots, like they had like a white slot receiver that was tweeter that was like the only guy they ever went to. Gritty. Yeah, that's hundred percent good.
0: A gritty slot receiver, not white. Yeah. You don't wanna bring race into this. Just a gritty one.
1: Well he was he is white, but I mean that's yes, okay, that's fair. Right, right. Yeah, um okay. I like that though. That's good.
0: That's real good. So I, I think we just made him <laughs> I mean, eight figures, nine figures. Do we want to go that far? I think more than he'll ever get coaching. I
1: mean, that's, that's beautiful.
0: Oh, I know. And and like, let's, let's be honest. Les has always been about the personality. Let's, that's what the LSU coach coaching position has become. It's just, we're going to pay coordinators a ridiculous amount of money and have our coach be this figurehead, this rah-rah guy. And that is essentially what Les could be as an actor. So, Hey, fire take,
1: they'll have a tickle me Elmo as head coach in roughly 14 years. And they'll pay each of their coordinators fifteen million dollars. Right. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I like that a lot. I, I I what about a taken or like a gone in sixty seconds type type thing where you're on a deadline, um, and the movie's like fifteen minutes long because you know he would never be able to like manage his time well enough to like succeed in that. That's just I mean, so it's like ah, my bad. I'm like I'm a few days late. Gone in,
0: for So are you saying Les would be a co-star in Gone in 60 Seconds? Because I have a reason why he wouldn't be.
1: He would be like Nick Cage. And then oh, he would, he would like show up like a day and a half late. But oh my gosh, I thought you said Saturday. Yeah. I guess okay. you got to kill my brother now.
0: No, that's good because he couldn't be in a movie with Nick Cage. People forget Whoa. that Nick Cage doesn't play he doesn't do movies with other established stars he only did that movie with angelina jolie because she was that random girl with the blonde dreadlocks and she wasn't yeah a he star gets to make yet. out with her and he did he did so he did that before she was hot but then he would not do a movie with angelina no. jolie now i mean there's no you way know to a
1: fun star. fact about Nicolas cage i'm not making this up they were filming a nick cage movie in my neighborhood in atlanta Sick brag. and uh, Sick brag. So I was like getting lunch, and I was like, what is like? What is everything blocked off for? And they're like, oh, actually, Nick Cage is filming a movie out back. And I look up on the TVs. He had Ghost Rider put on both TVs inside, because it was on AMC that morning, and yep. demanded that they wouldn't start shooting until it was on both TVs while he went and shot his movie outside.
0: I believe that, 100%. Yeah, that's real. Fully on board. I think Les would have a, a similar type of... He could have a similar type of career as in The Cage. I think that's perfectly fine. I mean, just doing a billion movies that people don't
1: have that great of opinions about. What, if, what if he did like, he became the Flex Seal guy? Oh. That yeah. would be like almost too perfect of him like sawing a, a boat in half for no reason. Be like, we're going to put this thing back together. And it like probably springs a leak, but like you're still like, man, good effort, Les.
0: I really want to get Flex Seal. I've been telling my wife that for <laughs> years. The second we buy a house, I'm getting some Flex
1: Seal. Okay, and, here's and my Lex, only Les thing. Les is going to sell it to me. That's I like that. Dream big. Yeah. Um, if they were like, hey, this this tour in half, we just put some flex seal on it, I would probably buy it. Why do they shoot Civil War cannons through boats and then like tear apart like Dune buggies and then put them back together with just flex seal? There's got to be a better way.
0: I well, I'll still buy it. Flex seal is that better way. That's okay. That's fair. Unless right. Miles is going to tell fine. you about how it's the better way.
1: Yes. yes.
0: I'm real excited. Well, we're on to something. We're gonna we're, we'll continue with talking about coaches, and we'll get back to we'll get back to your man's Nick Saban, a guy who's kind of in that same coaching fraternity. Not really, actually at all. What? Don't don't no, ever say I, that. I know. I'm just I'm just kidding. I just wanted to, to to poke at you a little bit. Nick Saban, of course, everybody's talking about him as the greatest college football coach of all time. Is he better Fact. than the Bear? I'm not really interested in that discussion anymore. I think that's already pretty much in the bag. What I'm interested in is if you had. One game, your life depended on it. You got a gun to your head, and you say, "I need one coach to go win me a football game." I know this this situation is like totally is realistic. It's very realistic. You got Saban, you
1: got Belichick. Gun to your head, go, Kiffin. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I thought about this a lot, and like I said, big Bama fan. Hard not to go uh, with the Sabinator, but hands down. Gun to my head, Um have to win. Have to win.
0: All rosters are equal. He's not, you know, doing any recruiting. We're assuming that all yeah. things are equal. Everybody's See got that? the same amount of talent, same set um, of rules. You got a month to go prepare. That's Belichick. a long time to have a long time to have a gun to your head. You're going Belichick. Yes, that'd
1: be that'd be uncomfortable. I go yeah. Belichick easily, and the reason why, and I'm not even saying this is a joke. I've watched Saban like Saban with like a month to prepare is incredible. Um... One thing I have never heard from Saban, and I watched him lose a national championship. I watched him almost lose one the year before with Sean Watson. Uh, could have lost one this year. Um, he's not as invincible as you know he maybe used to have been. Belichick isn't either. Um, but I've I've never heard anyone say, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure Saban uh, was filming the other team's practices." Uh, or I'm pretty sure Savin was deflating footballs. Or I'm not saying there's not some fishiness going on recruiting, but Belichick would cheat. Yeah, a hundred percent would cheat. He'd find a way. You're right. Yeah, um, I mean like the Rams when they played the Rams in the Super Bowl, the Rams ran plays they had not run the entire year, and I think it was like three or four plays, and they didn't gain a net yard because they filmed their practices. That's a crazy thing to cheat during the Super Bowl. So Belichick's not your guy. I mean no, he's he's if I'm if I have to win Belichick, yes. Oh, you're going Belichick. Okay.
0: Yeah. I was see, I went Belichick because I thought you were going Saban, so you kind of just like made my argument for me. The cheating um, thing? This this is I think we're officially an anti Saban podcast now.
1: Well, I don't think we should ever say that. We're no, we've a lot of that. listeners on that. <laughs> Wait, we were we half of our audience on that.
0: Um, That's true. I would go Belichick too, just because in case you forgot, he's been doing all this winning with a six round quarterback. And
1: cut-off-sleeve uh, sweatshirts. Guy has has
0: basically been wearing homeless people, like the clothes yes! of a homeless person, and he's been doing pretty well. And yeah. that's, that's not to say that a homeless person can't coach football. I bet they could. Hey, well, good.
1: for the most part, they cannot. So, I mean, that's a fair thing to say. But Belichick's been doing it with guy with lacrosse players. Just saying. Yeah. Chris Hogan, he plays lacrosse,
0: in case you haven't heard. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, Danny Amendola, guys that are like just undrafted, yeah. guys out of Texas Tech. I mean, how many more slot receivers can they get out of Texas Tech? I don't know.
1: Um, I, that is ridiculous. Um, that's a really good point. And, uh, you know, like Vince Wolfork's gone. Hightower's been out the entire season. They've had to get Stefan Gilmore be like their best defensive player. Somehow they, they still win. They just always win. Doesn't matter. They won with Garoppolo, too. So, Man, that is still, I think that's going to come back to haunt them.
0: Yeah, it might. It might. But for now, they're in a Super Bowl. And, you know, in case you forgot, Belichick is, you know, usually pretty good at these in these scenarios. I know he's lost Super Bowls in the past, just like Saban's lost right.
1: national titles, but... Let's, like, real quick. Who, like, so the Eagles are playing the Patriots. Yes, and for, for all again, you
0: non-football fans out there.
1: So, again, I'm a Bama fan, but I understand. I feel like... Bama fans are a bit much. Uh we joke around like sometimes like you know, the whole like it just means more. It might mean too much. Um We're gonna get to that later, trust me. Two unlikable fan bases, like I just I don't even know who to pull for. Yeah, I, it's tough. I, it's it's like Kentucky basketball and Bama football, like they have two teams playing each other. Like who who are you gonna go for? I
0: I'm 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 on to the draft. I'm onto the draft. We're we're moving on. I like we're, it. We're pretending that this doesn't this doesn't actually matter. I mean, Super Bowl's great and all that stuff, but like, I mean, let's be honest. College football, the season that was, way better. It's it's not even close. I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing that the NFL can do in the, in the Super Bowl that's gonna that's gonna change my opinion that in
1: 2017 college football was so much more entertaining than the NFL. Sorry. Yeah, they've done a really good job of uh, staying at the top of their game this year, not losing any of their any of their fans or followers. But moving yeah, on.
0: Moving on. So we're both in agreement. We're going to take Belichick, this one game scenario in which we have a gun to our head for a month, and uh, we are terrified, but we are confident that Belichick is going to prevent us from getting shot in the head if we lose this game. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're in agreement. What I also think we're going to be in agreement about is, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Rich Rodriguez... Speaking oh, of coaches, Rich Rodriguez not doing so hot right now. No, um, he is not. He's not. He's not. Uh, I'm going to call this, this this segment "Bad News Bears," and I realize that yes, you know, Bears, in Arizona, all that stuff. That's like their thing. Like bear down. That's their their big war cry. Okay, I'm glad you explain it. Yeah, for all you. Um, People who don't know that about Arizona and don't know a lot about Arizona football. Um, Yeah, but basically, Rich Rodriguez, not the best guy in the world. um, No. Was fired at Arizona uh, last week. An ex-administrative assistant uh, filed multiple lawsuits against him for uh, a combined like $16 million. This new claim, this new lawsuit includes Rich Rodriguez's wife, and it also includes the University of Arizona. Basically, this woman claimed that Rich Rodriguez harassed her. Uh, like, touched her inappropriately. Uh, the best claim, though, and this is, I mean, this is just, like, the stuff of, of legend. Incredible. I'm not, I'm not praising Rich Rod for this, but I'm just saying, no. like, I will not forget this. What a this.
1: confident, confident move, though.
0: This this woman claimed that Rich Rod ordered her to act as the buffer between Rich Rod's mistress and his wife on the sidelines of a game, and she had to stand in between them so that they would not meet.
1: That is a. I mean, there's a get back coach. Um, That's a different level, though. That is next level. That is next level. Also, why were they on the sidelines at the same time? I,
0: Rich Rod was trying to show off to his girlfriend, apparently.
1: I, I have. It makes no sense that you could be this bad at cheating.
0: Yeah. So basically, you know, the evidence was not condoning it. Like, yeah, not. You know, we're not condoning that, of course not. But you know, we we understand that it, that that this stuff happens. Rich Rod then. Comes out and yeah, of course he's going to admit to the affair because, but, I, yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're pretty much caught red-handed there. Um, but is you denying yourself. Every, He's denying everything else. He's denying all the other claims that this woman has made. Um, thinks that he's he says the truth is going to come out. He released a statement. Um, by the way, Rich Rod, not verified on Twitter, dude. <laughs> come on, come on. Man. I mean,
1: I'm not either, but I mean, it's like. But you've yeah, been a coach for like 20 years. Like, come that on. That is very true. Yeah. Um. I just am so, like, I, again, not condoning it, cheating's terrible, but, like, if you're cheating, the nightmare scenario is running into your wife or, you know, lover or whatever while you're with your mistress. Your boo, yeah. Your side piece. And he was just like, you know what we should do? You know to be fun? Battle Royale! It's, it's too much. It's... it's it, I don't know what he... I mean, he, like... I don't know if he deserves to have this lawsuit, but like, yeah, that you deserve to get caught.
0: I mean, it got him fired. So he, whether he ends up having to settle with this woman or not, or or what ends up happening, like, you know, the writing was on the wall. This was not going to end well for him. What a, what a waste, man. Like, (laughs) Talk about a guy who's
1: given every opportunity in the world. Of course, yeah. You remember, you know, a little stuff about Alabama and him. Yeah, That still have a shirt that says "Thanks, Rita," because she was the reason. After we announced he was going to be head coach, that uh, she didn't want to live in Tuscaloosa. So yep. thanks, Rita. Yep. So that didn't work out so well. Instead, yeah. you know, Rich Rod is, of
0: course, I don't think you're allowed to say it. Say Rich Rod in Ann Arbor. I think that's a swear. Well, luckily uh, they had arrested. Brady Hoke after that. so True. Saved him. That uh, didn't work out. Uh, but Rich Rod, just given all these opportunities in the world, like, man, you're at Arizona. It's a basketball yeah. school. Like, Just don't mess it up. Just don't mess it up. Don't be an idiot. What are you doing? Like, I'm not going to tell another man how to live his life, but like. Well, no, he needs help on this one. I think needs, that's fair. He needs some help. And I think it's time for the college football world to collectively sit down Rich Rod and say, like. Just, just take it easy, man. Just 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 sit this one out for a little while. Yeah. Go, maybe go Watch do some a Dr. movies. Phil episode. Go do some movies with less miles or something that's, like yep. Keep them checks rolling in, whatever. Do what you gotta do. Just just don't be given another head football coaching job. Like you just yeah,
1: you just don't really
0: deserve it yeah. right
1: now. Or an assistant. Um but well, you know, I wish I had that kind of confidence.
0: I mean, that's too much. You know?
1: <laughs> yes. That's that is too true. much.
0: That's like, fair. If I if I'm Rich Rod, I'm looking at this situation and thinking to myself, where did I go wrong? Where 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 did I go wrong to where this is this became a part of my life that cost me my job? It wasn't anything I did on the field. Although, let's be honest, if he's you know yeah twelve and zero, Rich Rod's not getting he's fired. he's not getting fired. It, that stuff's getting swept under the rug, and this woman's basically we she never sees the light of day in the public eye. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that that's the way these right. things tend to work. Rich That's Rod, fair. yeah, if Rich Rod, you know he, he people forget he coached Gronk. So I forgot that. Yeah, I mean he did, right? Yeah, that would. I don't. I don't. We'll have to fact check that. We'll, we'll fact check that. We'll, and if okay. and if it's wrong, we'll we'll bleep also it out. would not help his that.
1: case um, if he did coach Gronk in yeah. this scenario.
0: In this scenario, yeah, uh, that would not be a good alibi to go to and say, no, "Hey, help, help, help me get out of this situation." Yeah. All right. So Rich Rod not doing so hot. But you mentioned earlier, and I guess this we could have put Rich Rod into this category of it might just mean too much. Yes, this we're going to come up with stuff for this on a pretty Weekly much a daily. I was going to say daily basis. I yeah, mean, there's, there's probably there's stuff endless amounts in, right. in the south. You know, if if we're we could have done something about this a couple weeks ago with. Yeah, the, the Georgia fan with the Hummer who put the TV on the back of his car, um, showing replays of the that Rose a Bowl, lot. SEC Championship. That that yeah, might just mean too much. What we're going to focus on this time is our friend, our guy, not really Mackay Brown, former former Alabama great, as he will be remembered. He a lot of passion, a lot of passion, a too much passion, a little bit too much. Announced that he is transferring to Tennessee State, yes, powerhouse program. Um, <clears throat> Tennessee State I, I take that back Tennessee State has done nothing wrong probably, probably a great they have four have... D1 transfers coming in they do yeah yep. that's a lot that's a lot he's one of them and he says it has nothing to do with the fact that he A. punched someone in the national championship and didn't get ejected for it B. then attacked an assistant coach on the sideline and didn't get tossed for that and then C. clotheslined a dude and didn't even get flagged for that and he says it's a good tackle
1: stuff. No, nah, it was not a good tackle. Um, Yeah, I mean, I do believe, like, obviously from his reaction on the sideline, he seemed like he had had enough of whatever coach was talking to him or whatever his situation was at Bama. So I believe that, like, he was on his way out either way and that he might not have been asked to leave. Um, You know, I, I mean, I don't think – I mean, Saban didn't take him out of the game. I don't think he would have been like, you know what? You're uh, not on the team anymore.
0: He could have been. But you're right, though, in that he... So he tweeted that Saban, Saban actually, according to Mackay Brown's Twitter account, yeah, he, he said that Saban did not want him to leave and that he wanted him to stay, but that he... Probably had be had the his, kicker for next year. Exactly. I think he, he would have been great. He would have hit 40%, that's for sure. Without a doubt. He said that, he tweeted, that he had been planning on doing this since the beginning of the season. It was something that was in his mind. And when I saw that, now I believed his national championship game actions a lot more because dude was on a free roll. He knew he was gone either way. Of course he's going to close line a guy. Of course he's going to attack a coach. Of course he's going to start throwing punches. Who cares? I mean, dude, you got one shot to be on national television. Then you're going to go play, you know, a Tennessee State or something like that.
1: I mean, he's going to maximize his opportunity. So like Agreed. it makes perfect sense. Am I right? Yeah. I'm with you on that. All right. I definitely get on board with that. I mean,
0: if you were in that spot, now I'm, I'm, I'm talking Chris Marler, the athlete, the Division Two oh baseball player.
1: I quit my team.
0: Oh. well too Thanks soon. for bringing it up. Too yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Ugh. It's all good. We'll go I back. didn't punch any coaches, though. You didn't. Exactly. So you knew what that's like. So this is even better. Because you quit your team... You remember those final those final games? What those final moments were like when you realized I'm not going to be yes. here. I can do whatever I want. Where
1: did you feel like Makai Brown? So I was already embittered because I was like uh, not playing as much as I thought I should have been playing, and my coach and I I didn't think got along. We're actually really good friends like now, um, but I was just young and immature and didn't understand. You know that was like the way he like got under my skin and got at me was him trying to make me better. I just you know young. 20, 21-year-old, just not mature enough to handle it. Um, but I remember the last game was freezing. It was 33 degrees, and I came in, and I was playing second base. And uh, the last argument we had, I was like, I think I should not play here anymore. Um, I snuck a hot hand under my glove because it was freezing. And a third baseman uh, made this like diving stop, throws it to me to turn two, ball pops out of my, my glove, and the hot hand does as well, and Coach saw it and lost his mind. That's, uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, it was a, it was a good way to go out. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, probably not the best person to ask on that one, but um, I will say that I regret it, you know, to this day. The
0: putting the the hot hand in there. No,
1: right? no, that was safe. It was real hot. I mean, it was real cold. So I just regret quitting. The hot oh. hand was a genius move. That was a real smart. Outside of that and selling like my Pog collection, that's probably the two best decisions I ever made. That's a strong right on the money.
0: So basically what you're telling me and what I'm gathering from your story is that Makai Brown, years from this, when he looks back on, on his actions, his decision to, to transfer and, and all that stuff, he's he's not going to regret so much the attacking of an assistant coach, the punching of a Georgia player, and the clotheslining. Right. It's, it's going to be the fact that he transferred and, and
1: gave up on his team. And didn't have a hot hand uh, to blame for it. I'll say that. Yeah. Yep. I think it's pretty much the, the the lesson here. I I think we just solved all of his his future like down the road problems. We've crushed it
0: for future planning for him and Les Miles and maybe Rich Rod. I I think all three of them. I mean, send us those royalty checks when you guys are making millions of dollars yeah. doing whatever you're doing in the
1: future. Um, maybe Makai Brown should be an action star. That could well. We'll, we'll just we'll. Pump the brakes on that. Let's let them play football first. Yeah, because me, if you, you know, like the audience, have any questions, need help, you know, going through life, let us, us know. Hit us up. We're obviously great at it. See, why, why don't you share your handle first? I'm at CJ For those of
0: you who don't know, sick brag, humble brag. Um, He's verified. Eh, whatever. Hey, Rich Rod's not verified, and I am. That's Boom. the kind of world that we're living in right now. That is true.
1: Um, I am C. Marler, comedian. M A R L E R uh so yeah feel free to, to follow me and then unfollow me once i say something you don't approve of and uh that's for twitter and instagram so there's that and
0: and listeners just remember that there's a mute button i mean you can mute chris i mean yeah we we've all done it before, Connor's done it before for yeah sure. i mean that's just fair. just during alabama games when he's got a little little bit too much to drink but no, um, that's no, just, no! He doesn't
1: drink during Alabama games, of course. I, not. Yes, I, I do. I, I, that's that's you know what that's fair. If we're gonna be honest and just you know transparent, yeah, all right. I would definitely hit the mute button during those games.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Always unmute him. So, uh, also follow the follow Saturday Down South at SDS. Follow yes. the Saturday Down South podcast. That's at the SDS Pod. Um, we're gonna pro- be providing great stuff for you guys. Uh, it's I hope you Obviously. enjoyed this. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think that that kind of went without saying, but I had to say it anyway. It was one of those like that was awkward nice things at the top. You know of, like,
1: how some people shop. are. I know.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to give you all the props in the world that you need. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel
1: like you didn't mean that, but that's fair.
0: Fair enough. We're gonna close. Uh, we'll close this edition of the Saturday Down South podcast uh, with th- this this final final thought. Um, just remember, remember, please, please, whatever you do. Start that countdown to college football season, 220 days until SEC football. And spay and neuter your pets. Yes. Thank you, Bob Barker. We appreciate that. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.